Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Got a spot on my own on the net. I set it up and invite all my friends. I work for hours posting pictures and such. The next day it is all messed up. It's Facebook. Sucks. It's Facebook. Nah, 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 nah. They wreck my page with their constant changes, and I hate them, but I can't stay away. So I start all over again. Except now I'm missing about a half my friends. I'm clicking shit. I don't know what it's for. For something fun, this is quite a chore. They got a chat and a scrolling wheel. Can't find my post. Hey, what's the deal? Don't want your time. I leave my life alone. Tag in a pic where you can see my phone. It's Facebook. Sucks. It's Facebook. Nah, 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 nah. Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I'm your host, Honest Dave, along with the KMA gang. It's the return of the Irish Mick. Yeah, hey, Foster, Hi. what's up, buddy? Doing very well, my man. Very well. Nice to be back. Good to have you back, filling in for the cooch. That's right, man. And of course, the lovely and very vibrant this morning, Lady M. You worked out this morning. I did work it out. It shows this morning, you're yeah. all bubbly this morning. I know. It's what happens when you wake up at six. So the new Facebook yesterday went down the new timeline feature. Have you seen your Facebook? No, I haven't been on it. What effective yesterday, new timeline thing. So basically, in my opinion, what they've done is taken an already too cluttered and complicated thing and just foobarred it beyond all control. Why is... Ugh. I've really considered erasing mine, like this week especially. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be so great? I looked at my page and said, what's going on here? I don't know what's going on. It's like all messed oh up. Oh, my goodness. So that being said, listen, folks, sorry we missed you all last week. Uh, you know, uh, we had a last minute cancellation by, uh, a good friend who took a good humor in, 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 in stride, Glenn Case. But, uh, we're new, so we've learned and we have contingency, contingency plans in place now. Lady M has a ukulele in the studio ready to go anytime <laughs> we have a cancellation <laughs> and she'll play live music for you. But, Glenn, I really have to thank you for being a good sport because, uh, you know, in my, uh, 
depths in the two in the morning, I went online and I posted the top five reasons um, <laughs> that Glenn's office couldn't schedule an appointment correctly because they actually booked him to be on our show last week mm-hmm. and booked him on a flight to go to Cabo for the TAA, the Tobacco oh, Association. Oh, outstanding. So really wasn't his fault. That happened. But for those of you who didn't follow us on Facebook or Twitter or, or uh, get a chance to uh, stop by the shop box at kissmyashradio.com, let's just enlighten them one more time. The top five reasons Glenn's office cannot schedule an appointment correctly. <laughs> Number five, they forgot to schedule the show in his Palm Pilot. Number four, Glenn Case is having a secret love affair with Cigar Dave, and the general has banned him from doing our show. <laughs> Number three, in preparing to leave for the Tobacco Association of America convention, they misplaced their client list, and they are still desperately searching for the post-it. <laughs> Number two, the office is too busy cutting and shredding tobacco to use as annoying box filler for their cigars. And number one, the staff is too busy researching Ancestry.com to find some Latin heritage so the folks in Honduras will stop calling him the great white gringo. Hey-oh. <laughs> Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, we love you. You know, thanks for taking it. He, he actually came on our Facebook page and you know apologized for confusion and signed it, Glenn Case, aka the Great White Congo. So that's great. That's he, good, he, good took humor. The, he took the humor in stride, and uh, that was great. And also, um, we missed the people from the smoke out last week. Yes. So I want to mention anybody who is in the Midwest region wants to go to a semi-attractive looking function. Uh, I went online to look at this thing, you know, and, and they were supposed to be on the air talk about this last week. Somewhere in, where is it? Illinois? Illinois. Yeah, somewhere Midwest in Illinois. Midwest Smokeout. Yeah, Illinois and Indiana border. They're having this Midwest Smokeout. You can get information at the MidwestSmokeout.com. Um, tickets are $150, which is equivalent to the Great Smoke event. Right. Um, you get mm. 14 cigars. Mm. Yeah. You get 14 cigars compared to the what? We give what, 40? Minimum. If, yeah, yeah. Minimum. 40. Minimum. So, minimum. You know, I, I guess in the Midwest it's a little harder, I guess, but you get 14 cigars, you get tastings, wine and beer, deductible gourmet, live entertainment. Um, and I guess it's by a casino, so there's not only paying $150 for the 14 cigars, but you get to lose more money while you're there. <laughs> but, um, no, all that being said, if you're in the Midwest, it, it seems like it's going to be a fun event. But my favorite, and I just have to read this. I have to be, and you're going to get kicked out of this because, Brandon, you don't know this is coming, but ready? And a chance, this is what it says. I'm so excited. Tickets for $150 include 14 of the world's finest cigars, premium tastings, deductible gourmet fare, fabulous live entertainment, but my favorite part, a chance to meet cigar gods. Carlito Fuente, are you ready? Tony Gomez, <laughs> Lou Rodriguez, Victor Vitale, and Clay Roberts. Now, Tony Gomez, Tony, I only hope you're listening because Tony's my sales rep. He's a cigar god. He surpassed us all. <laughs> He's reached deity. Tony Gomez, the cigar god. I'm going to call him the cigar god now every time I see Tony Gomez. Oh, my God. 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 Is, is, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is too funny. Collins on the ball. Is this a commercial for this? What, are you pitching this Listen, or, or they were not? Supposed, they were supposed to be on the show on. last week to promote their event. You know, okay. it's a cigar event. We're here to let everybody mm-hmm. know about it. You know, it's in the Midwest. But I felt bad because we canceled the show. They never got on. So I want to tell our listeners about it. But I mean, look, they're doing their best. It seems like these. But my favorite part is cigar gods. Cigar gods. Gods. I'm obviously not going to reschedule these people, am I? <laughs> <laughs> 
if they're willing to come on, I'd love that. I'd love to know who does their advertising. So if they're willing to come on, please give them a call. Cigar gods. I mean, all right. That, I am so torn between making jokes and and actually pitching this event, which might be fun. You know, I don't. I, I feel bad because I feel like it's my duty to you know promote this event and be nice about. It, but it's hilarious. It's just too fun. You got to warn me. Abe, do you know how to be nice? I don't know. Yes. I, 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 yeah, I, I, Abe, you got to warn me when you're going to throw a curveball like that. I, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Um, special guest today, and, I, and I'm, if you're listening to me out there, I really want you to pay attention, all right? I want you, during the next break here, to get on the phone and call every single person or text or Twitter or Facebook that you know who's ready to take this country back, to bring the power back to the people. You know we're all tired of the same old stuff, and it's time for a real change. And I'm going to introduce you to the man who will change it. The Mighty Matthias. He's going to be our guest speaker during the fray today. Um, and I'm telling you, I, I could listen to this guy for hours. He's amazing. We're going to have, his, what he has to explain is longer than one show. He'll probably be on a few times. But wait till you guys hear this guy. He's, he's, he's incredible. Um, other than that, Brandon, uh, I'm done, brother. What's uh, going on in the world? Oh. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, sound bites. We got more sound bites. Oh. If you have not, been listening to the radio or hearing the news or going on YouTube, you gotta check this guy out. Absolutely outstanding. Usually I don't uh, do stories about drunks who got arrested and everything goes well and everybody's happy. But this guy, you gotta see what is going on in this in this situation. It's a video of a Canadian guy. Have you guys seen the video? No, I have not. A Canadian guy got arrested for being drunk in public. Clearly intoxicated. Mm-hmm. When he gets... Arre- I'm going to ruin it for you, by the way. I'm giving away the ending. Spoiler alert. He gets arrested back in the cop car and everything, and he begins to sing out loud mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, great song. Now, <laughs> this is not unusual. What's unusual about it is he sings the entire song. I hope we have a clip of this. Bohemian Rhapsody is a six-minute, seven-minute song he sings the entire thing. Colin, do we have that ready? Mama, just kill the man. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama. It just goes on and on and on. All the bridges, all the choruses, you got to check it out. It's absolutely fantastic. And the, uh, you know, the him little talking in the beginning and afterwards is, I felt it was my duty to inform everyone. It's pretty funny. Seriously. I've I've seen it. It's pretty funny. This lotto. Did anybody win the lottery last night? Did we find out? Three people. Three people won the big one? Mega million, yes. All right. So three people. And I can tell you it wasn't me. It it wasn't you. It wasn't me. I wouldn't be here right now if it was me. 640 million. That's serious. (laughs) But this is the list of the stuff that they, they say immediately. You need to do if you win that kind of uh-huh. money. Immediately, right away. This is your to-do list. What? Sign the back of the ticket. Immediately. Th- 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 well, you know, theft right. and all of that stuff. First call to a lawyer. Think realistically about how much you won, because it's only, you know, half of whatever it was. Shield your identity, all that. And then they say, down here, plan one good splurge. One, you're kidding me. Is this, is it, what are we doing here? I don't know. I really never have to worry about that, Brandon. <gasps> Come on. I don't on. think I'm ever winning the lottery. Come on. You <laughs> never know. Never say never. Come on now. Have never. Hey. I don't um, want that kind of energy around me. It's official. We're winning. You can't go in the ocean anymore. 
Lie. You can't go in the ocean anymore. The coral reefs are all simultaneously dying off, and now there's evidence to show that it's caused by herpes. Oh, lovely. There is coral herpes sweeping the nation. Uh, this comes from the Journal of Experimental Marine Biology. They, they are now saying, I don't know what the experimental marine biology is, but apparently there is a strand of herpes that is killing coral everywhere. It's very similar to the type of herpes that humans get, mm-hmm. and they're passing it around to each other with them with the waters and the what have you. But basically, herpes is what's uh, to blame now for killing all the coral. And we were talking about Facebook earlier, correct? Yes. Facebook now it, it has landed a man in jail. This is what's going... By the way, there's a lot more going on in the background of this story that we just are not privy to. A Florida man is serving jail time because all he wanted to do was check his Facebook. Problem was... His wife is sitting next to him, didn't want to leave him alone. All she wanted to do was check his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to know. What's what's on the Facebook page? Mm-hmm. What's, what's happening there? Which we never find out. But his grand plan was to get everybody drunk, and then she'd leave him alone. Not quite. This woman insisted all night long. Harduk was arrested, and oh, he called 911, by the way, on her, because he wanted to check his Facebook page. That's the, ser- that's the severity of what's going on. 911 for Facebook. Uh, Harduk was arrested, pled no contest to misusing 911, and was sentenced to 60 days in jail. When he didn't show up, an arrest warrant was issued for him, and he was actually... He actually turned himself in, and now he's arrested. Authorities say Hardwick was was booked on similar charges in 2010. Some people, people just don't learn. They never learn. Some people just have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. By the way, I had to bring this back up. This happened last week. We have a new hero on the Kiss My Ash family, and, and I'm going to end with this. An 18-year-old Minnesotian. Is that a word? I don't think Minnesotan? so. Minnesotan? It could be. Minnesadian? Yeah, sounds right. I think Minnesadian. We're going to go with that. He's a, high school, he's a high school student in Minnesota, and he has recently become king of the prom and my personal hero. What this kid did, he contacted via Twitter and Facebook, social media, 600 porn stars. Yes. And asked them all to come to prom with him. Really? Yes, he did. Wow. Best part is he got a taker. After after 600 of these, he finally got to take her. Megan Piper, she's 19. Have you looked her up? Is she hot? I don't know. I, oh, I have a picture of her. I was going to say, you really need to look her up? Come on. Sorry, I have a picture of her. Yeah. She, she was watching the hot. videos all night about? long. What are you talking about? Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's worthy. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, this is the deal, though. 18, yeah, um, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. After 600, Megan Piper said that she agreed to go with him. He needs to drum up $400, which... By the way, I'm willing to contribute to. Just I'm willing to send him. I'll send him a bill. Just to get him there. But Megan has now been banned from the from the prom, which is coming up in May, so this is still going on. Uh, they are saying, the school is saying, that she substantially disrupts the orderly operation of school activities. For what it's worth, by the way, Megan did not promise any sexual anything to Mike. She just missed her own prom and liked the idea of going with a fan. Wow. Listen, while they banned her from going to prom, yeah. they did say that he could bring her to career day. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> listen, we got great giveaways today, folks. Uh, social media, if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, we got a social media word today. And if we say it, you're going to win a nice Alec Bradley cigar burner. These things are great, nice. like Bunsen burners, like your cigar. Every week we have our MC trivia. And, uh, of course, today on our Meet Your Maker segment, we got Alan Rubin. And of course, our Zykar Weekly Giveaway. If you hear the following sound, 
those wonderful uh, cutters from Zycar and our good friends of Jerry Deere, you be the first to call in, and you'll win the following. Brandon? We're giving away a humidification package this time. It's everything you need to set up, get your humidor going. It's a rectangular adjustable hygrometer. Uh, 16-ounce propylene glycol, the actual solution to humidify it, uh, the 4-ounce jars that come with it, uh, a humidified cigar bag, the uh, 100-count crystal humidification piece, a, a travel bag with its own humidification. It's a full-on setup for all the, all the extra stuff you need uh, to keep your cigars keep going from Zycar. Very cool. Is there a value on that? Oh, yes. $50 value. There you go. Well, good for my friends of Zycar. So call, give us a call. Otherwise, don't go anywhere, folks. After the break, it's the Mighty Matthias. Facebook users, if you love poking your friends online, now you can do it in real life with the Facebook poking machine. Yes, the Facebook poking machine. It's the next best thing to actually touching a real person. Wow, I just poked my first girl. Thanks, Facebook poking machine. No problem. Facebook poking machine is glad to hook a brother up. And ladies, getting poked by the Facebook poking machine is fun, safe, and oh, so satisfying. Mmm, that was the best poke ever. Let's have a cigarette and cuddle, Facebook poking machine. Not, no. Facebook poking machine needs sleep. Yes, when you want a good poking, without the drama and commitment, get the Facebook poking machine. Candles, wine, and Marvin Gaye CD not included. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, it's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 Reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 Reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 Reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 Reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 Reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastran Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. 
Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nesta Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna grape. Hi, it's Dave here. And I got to tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and it helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Americans all over the country are experiencing pain at the pump with the current high gas prices. Gas prices, they're pretty high, especially if you're driving back and forth every day. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who pull in and don't quite even look at the price before they put that pump in their car. These shoes were made for walking, that's what they'll have to do. Now that the average price of gas has passed 392. That's right, folks. Gas prices... Public bounties on citizens, uncontrolled spending, out-of-control health care. We could do a 24-hour show on everything in this country that's going to hell in a handbasket. This is Honest huh. Dave back with the KMA gang. And here, we need to know things need to start changing. And listen, loyal KMA listeners, I want to introduce to you the man 
who has started this change. The mighty Matthias. Matthias, are you there? Uh, yes, sir, I am, Abe. Thank you for joining us on KMA Radio this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? Good. I understand you're on the roads of America right now calling in. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Great. Well, listen, why don't you give our listeners a little feedback about uh, yourself, Matthias, and on, uh, what you're working on. Well, my name is Matthias, and I'm working on a project. We refer to it as the Eagle, and uh, the Eagle is basically the small business entrepreneurs in this country, and we're about to rise up and adjust this country the way it needs to be adjusted. And what kind of adjustment does this country need, Matthias? Well, there's times, you know, when people sit at the table, they need to know if they're wearing a diaper or if they're the daddy sitting at the head of the table. (laughs) And when you're sitting at the dining room table, the four little boys sitting at the table wearing diapers are basically the little boys, and the man sitting at the head of the table's daddy. And unfortunately, our country has lost sight of the fact the small business entrepreneur is the daddy at the head of the table. All right, well, because I, I gotta that make sure daddy I, feeds his children. And you're right, the daddy feeds his children. i got to make sure our listeners follow along here. Who are the children at the table with diapers there, Matthias? Well, the, the, the first chubby little boy wearing a dirty diaper, his name is the big corporate titan. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he's specifically the corporate titan that likes to crawl under the covers with big government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second one is the fat one. He's the big union bosses, you see. There's a lot of wonderful union members out there, hardworking folks, just good people make a difference in the world, but they're big union bosses. They have a tendency, again, crawling under the covers with the wrong people. And then the, the third one is the, the big, fat professor, unfortunately. It's the institutional professor. But it's the guy that's never, it's not all professors, wonderful professors out there, but there's a lot of professors out there that think they know everything, but unfortunately they've never built a business in their life. They've never created a job. But they've had a heck of a lot of handouts from big government, directly or indirectly, from daddy. And then the, the final one is the obese one, which is the, the, the one with the worst diaper, and that's big government politicians. Hmm. Okay, so now we have the fortune at the table. And explain how the, the businessman, the American entrepreneur who takes risks, is the daddy in this equation. Absolutely. Well, first of all, you get some folks around that that believe that spreading the wealth is the answer to everything. Well, the real truth is spreading the risk is the real answer. See, if a man goes out and builds a small business, a small businessman, he's out taking risk. Well, all four of the little boys at the table, they win. Whether daddy loses, in other words, makes money or loses money in his small business, the four little boys sitting at the table still get fed by daddy. See, so the truth is, the four little boys are like the tail wagging the dog. When the truth is, when the small business entrepreneurs of this country, when we rise up and unite, we'll be able to put the little, the four little boys into potty training school. And that's where they all belong. And, and you feel, I mean, look, we all know there's a lot of things wrong in this country. A lot of things backwards. Yes, and you yes, feel... And you feel that you, there's a possibility to change this, and then how do you how do you think you're going to go about uniting these entrepreneurial daddies to get organized? Well, well, we've already done it. What we've been doing is we've been speaking to small business entrepreneurs, business professionals, 
military veterans and patriotic Americans. We've been gathering in small groups throughout the country. Uh, we're going to announce our release soon. We have thousands of members already across the country that we've been communicating through email, telephone calls, because there's a tremendous concern. There's a lot of our military veterans that are concerned. There's a lot of our small business owners. You know, there's people out there, even like yourself, sir, would you build, you know, a business? You're creating jobs. When you sign a lease, you're creating jobs. So the way we go about it is we're setting up 729 what we refer to as leadership circles. We intend to get a 1,000 members in each leadership circle. By, by the time the election is in full swing, we should have 750,000. That's our goal, three-quarters of a million small business entrepreneurs, business professionals, patriotic Americans, and military veterans on board now, by now, the middle of the election. Now, you mean the election this year? Yes, sir, I do. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then, uh, that was, was, go ahead, Brady. I, I don't know what's... What are they doing, though? What are, what are the... Yeah, when they rise the, together... Give us an example of what these eagles are going to solve or how they would solve any, a certain issue that's going on right now today. Well, we have situations... Just give you a prime example. It's sort of ripe and it's fresh. Uh, we've got this situation with a, with a poor, poor... A young man that was killed. And there was a, another gentleman that shot him. Yes. You know, with this stand your ground law. Yes, Trayvon well, Martin. something where I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a military veteran, Marine Corps, and I'm a big believer in protecting my family, protecting myself. Well, first of all, I don't know what took place, so I'm not going to open my mouth and pronounce somebody guilty. It's not my place to start saying, "Oh, this individual's guilty," and then putting out a ten thousand dollar bounty. You know, and you want them dead or alive. Well, the last I knew is if you put out a $10,000 bounty wanting someone dead or alive, then you're offering ten grand to kidnap someone or you're offering ten grand to kill someone. Now, we didn't have one leader stand up and basically slam their fist on the table and tell all the noise to shut up. See, small business entrepreneurs, if we get our voice united, our response to that situation where we had the the modern day or the new Black Panther. Well, no, Black Panthers, what you need to do is sit down and shut up. You don't stand up and threaten people. You don't stand up and say, oh, I'm going to give 10 grand. Well, that's where the chief of police should have stood up, got on television or the mayor of that community. Then we get some idiot out there texting, excuse my language, but texting an address who would be thought was the shooter, the Mr. Zimmerman fella, it yeah. turned out to be an innocent couple in their home. Oh. Well, well, what would have happened if that couple was killed? Right, so there's an example. Yeah, they actually had to move out of their home. And I, and I tell you what, on, on this issue, Matthias, I, I agree with you completely. I mean, look, there's so many stories on, on the Trayvon Martin issue. And, you know, I've read stories where the guy had a broken nose, was Zimmerman had a broken nose and was on his back, and witnesses said this and this about Trayvon. And the, the bottom line is no one really knows the truth right now. But the fact that people like Oprah getting out making statements this is an atrocity in a, to be in this day and age in america and and um you know congressmen is going into congress with it i mean look we really don't know what happened mm -hmm. and I, I think it's just as bad for these people to automatically think that um 
it's 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 a racial thing all right off the bat. And for for the Panthers to come out and make a statement and say, hey, we're going to put a bounty. Where, where is the law? Yeah, I agree with you on that part. There shouldn't be people out there making bounties or, or death threats. Otherwise, what what's the point of the law? So yeah, I, I actually could see an example. So so uh, this group, the Eagles, would go to the 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 police commissioner and then you know basically make ask him to step up and. Uh, do something about the death threat or uh, resign, I guess, huh? Yes, sir. That is precisely what our point would be. Our position would be to stand up and say, excuse me, leadership, from Washington to the state of Florida to our local uh, West Palm community, West Palm Beach community. We're asking our leaders to stand up and say what's right. If you don't know how to stand up and act like a daddy, then what you need to do is resign and get out of office. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean, we had a president that made a comment about, oh, uh, the police acted stupidly. Well, when you stand up and start talking about the young man, could have he would have looked like your son. Well, that's really an inappropriate thing to say. Makes no sense whatsoever. But he had an opportunity there, the president. Now, this has nothing to do with politics in my book. It has nothing to do with Democrat, Republican. Nothing to do with liberal or conservative. It has to do with, I thought that the leader in Washington learned a lesson about police acting stupidly. Well, now we've got a president acting stupidly. That's just saying it flat out. There's that's, no other way of buttering that thing up. That's been he going on. got up there and said, America? Yes, sir. Matthias, that's been going on for four years. <laughs> Listen, that's because we have a little boy in a diaper in Washington, D.C. <laughs> we don't have a grown man that wears a pair of pants. I love that analogy. I, I just can't get enough of it. I, I don't know what to make of this guy. This, this, is, this is great. Well, you know, well, listen, I served in the Marine Corps, and they, I didn't join the Marine Corps to come out of the Corps and watch someone destroy this country, a group of, a group of little boys making a mess in their diapers. And you know what's in all their diapers? Crap, crime, and corruption. Well, when they get potty trained by their daddy, which is understandably the only person that can potty train them is daddy. Because we generate 76% of all new jobs in this country. We employ 90% of all Americans. Well, then who the heck is your real daddy? I don't need a DNA test to determine the small businessman and woman in this country is the daddy of this nation. So you're saying that the small business and businessmen and women in this country who basically are taking the risk, providing jobs, creating work, making the money of the country, they're the daddy of this country. Sir, yes, sir. And you are one of the daddies of this country. No, I thank you very you much. see, because right on this radio station right now, you're taking risk. You have me on here. You're taking a risk with my voice on here. The next thing you know, the Panthers are going to come down insisting that you need to give them free cigars for some odd reason. Well, no, what they need to do is pay for their damn cigars. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, you know, your mess- we're going to have you on at least a few times. Oh, you- yeah. Oh, yeah. Your message is, is really big. But let me, let me, is anybody who's listening, because I'm telling you, there are people out there who are listening and hear exactly what you're saying. And, and, and you're, you're talking, I mean, I don't want people to misunderstand because you're very emotional about what you're saying. You're talking about a, a peaceful revolution. Oh, it has to be. Well, first of all, we have four core methods the way we're going to do it. First and foremost, at the core, is peacefully. Second is professionally. Third is productively. And last but not least, it's persuasively. And if these little boys 
running this country wearing dirty diapers, if they don't think the small businessman is not capable of bringing on the greatest adjustment in the history of this nation, they better wake up and smell their diaper. Smell their diaper. I love it. Well, listen, Matthias, that's all we got for today. But listen, we're hearing the message. And if anybody, is there a place that anybody who wants to get more information on the Eagle and the Eagle Colony, is there a place where they can go, or is that still coming out? Well, well, well right now, we're going to be releasing our website. We're keeping it low-key. I've had my life threatened three times since mm. we've been trying to build this thing. Um, a, a group of union workers uh, threatened to kill me in the restroom because I was speaking to a group of small business owners, and they didn't like my message. So I guess where did that, what happened to our freedom of speech, right? Long gone. Uh, long gone, Matthias. Long gone. <laughs> Well, I can give you the answer. We have an email, and we would love to hear from anyone, positive or negative. If they think our message is wrong, we'd love to hear. If they think it's appropriate, we'd love to hear it. But it's it's basically theeagle at inbox.com. Just T-H-E, eagle, at inbox.com. All right, folks, Just you heard the it. Eagle at inbox.com. The Eagle at the inbox.com. And listen, Matthias, appreciate you coming on the show, and we will definitely have you back sometime soon. Yes, sir. Well, <clears throat> may I say one last thing, sir? You may. Sir, I want to say thank you for the risk you take in running your small business. See, we have all these people that tell me because I'm a veteran, they walk up and say, thank you for serving. Well, you know what? I joined voluntarily, and I got paid to do a job. And you know who you need to be thanking? Walk into a small business owner, shake their hand, and look them right in the eyes and say, thank you for taking a risk and creating jobs for our great nation. Us veterans, we don't need anyone patting us on the back because we're real men. We don't wear diapers. <laughs> well, the mighty Matthias, the mighty Matthias. So, folks, uh, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Uh, still to come, sports, win $50 from Monte Cristo, and meet your maker with Alan Rubin. So you got to listen. That's the rule. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Hello, George Rico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you.
The Tarano Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Tarano Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Tarano Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th Anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and The Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement, living up to their promise of form, feel, and function. Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. So excited about being a Jet. Uh, so excited. About, and I'm very, very excited. I was really excited. And I'm excited. I was excited about it. And that would be exciting for me. So I'm excited to be a Jet. And I'm excited to be here. And I'm excited. Exciting thing. Just exciting. And I'm excited. He was excited. And he was excited about working with me. I'm excited about what excited about that. I'm excited about what I'm excited about. You know, I'm excited about what I'm excited about. You know, I'm excited about the opportunity. And I'm excited about my future. How exciting it is. I'm excited to be a Jet. I'm excited. I'm excited. That was exciting. But just excited that I'm here. Power. I'm excited. 
about it, it would have been exciting. You know, this is exciting, and it's ex- it's exciting for me to be excited. You know, I'm excited, and I'm excited to be on this football team, and excited, and that's exciting. And I'm excited about being a Jet, and excited about the support. And I'm excited about being a Jet. I'm just excited. I'm excited, excited about it. All right, thank you all. God bless. I'm so Welcome back. Is anybody else excited or are y'all just spinning <laughs> like I am right now? That was Tim Tebow saying excited I a whopping it. 44 times. Oh, we didn't loop that? No. No. In a 32-minute press conference. So that's all I got for sports. Now time for some real sports news. There's your University of Florida education in a nutshell. A most pleasant good morning, ladies and gentlemen, for Kiss My Ash Radio Sports. I'm Jimmy Jamda Babna reporting. Tis the season as Final Four Saturday is finally upon us, and arguably the four best collegiate basketball teams will duke it out tonight at the Superdome in New Orleans. Expect both games to live up to the hype as some of the best blue-chip players will take center stage in the Big Easy for a chance to play for the national championship on Monday. In the battle of the Bluegrass State and the epic clash between two of college basketball's best coaches and biggest egos, John Calipari's top-ranked Kentucky will take on bitter interstate rival the Louisville Cardinals. The talent-loaded Wildcats featuring AP Player of the Year Anthony Davis won a New Year's Eve showdown against Rick Pitino's Cardinals 69-62 to in a game that featured a whopping 52 fouls. While Louisville does have one of the best half-court defenses in the nation, the Cardinals simply don't have the horses to stay with a Kentucky team that has a plethora of future NBA first-rounders. While the Ozmakers in Vegas have Kentucky winning by 10, look for Pertino to get his team up for this one and keep it close down the stretch. The other semifinal game also features two of the most storied programs in Division I basketball history. The Ohio State Buckeyes and Kansas Jayhawks have a combined 24 appearances in the NCAA Final Four. The Jayhawks dominated the Buckeyes in an early season matchup 78-67. to The difference today will be the Buckeyes will have their All-American big man Jared Sullinger, who sat out of December's game with back spasms. Kansas has been less than spectacular in their NCAA run thus far, with two wins by a total of six points and an Elite Eight victory over a North Carolina team playing without its best player. Sollinger has made 27 consecutive free throws in this year's tournament and will give the Jayhawks fits down low. Look for Ohio State to advance and play Kentucky in the national championship game Monday night. We go to the NBA where the Chicago Bulls are 14-5 and without MVP Derrick Rose as they roll past Detroit 83-71. to That makes it 14 in a row over the Pistons for Chicago. Big night for the big three as Miami Cruz past the Toronto Raptors 113-101. to 30 for Dwayne Wade, 30 for Chris Bosh, along with 26 for LeBron James. It was Atlanta 100, New York 90. 34 points for Carmelo Anthony in a losing effort. The Washington Wizards snapped a five-game losing streak and crushed the 76ers 97-76 to in the nation's capital. Dirk Nowitzki poured in 28 as the Mavs overcame a fourth-quarter deficit to edge the Magic by a bucket in Orlando. Chris Paul hit the game winner with five seconds remaining as the Clippers outlasted Portland 97-98 to 97 in Los Angeles. 
The Boston Celtics put the clamps on Kevin Love and the Minnesota Timberwolves with a bruising 21-point victory on the road. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce combined for 45 points and 19 rebounds. New Jersey, Sacramento, Houston, Denver, and the Milwaukee Bucks, all winners last night in NBA action. The Florida Panthers run to clinching their first playoff berth since 2000 hit a roadblock last night as they were manhandled on the road 4-1 by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Back-to-back losses for the Panthers leaves them only four points ahead of ninth-place Buffalo in the Eastern Conference. Andrew Ladd's overtime goal gave the Winnipeg Jets a 4-3 victory over the Carolina Hurricanes. Sidney Crosby had a goal and three assists as the Penguins knocked off Buffalo 5-3. Coach Barry Trotz earned his 500th victory as the Nashville Predators clipped the Red Wings by a score of 4-1 in Motown. The New York Rangers won their 50th game of the season as they rolled past Montreal 4-1 at Madison Square Garden. It's New York's first 50-win season since their 1993-94 Stanley Cup run. The Colorado Avalanche, Vancouver Canucks, and L.A. Kings also victors last night on the NHL ice. In sports news and notes, ESPN is reporting that New Orleans Saint coach Sean Payton will file an appeal for his one-year suspension with the NFL's commissioner office for his role in the now infamous bounty program. Roger Goodell has said Payton has until Monday to appeal, and if he does, he could stay on as coach pending an expedited hearing. 49-year-old pitcher Jamie Moyer has earned a spot in the Colorado Rockies' starting rotation. The veteran Southpaw entering his 25th Major League season posted a 2.77 ERA this spring and beat out 22-year-old Tyler Chatwood and 28-year-old Guillermo Masoco for a roster spot with the Rockies. And finally, another sad chapter in the Ryan Leaf saga. The former number two overall pick of the 1998 NFL Draft was arrested Friday in his Montana hometown of Great Falls on burglary and drug possession charges. Considered one of the biggest busts in NFL history, Leaf is already on probation from a 2009 plea agreement with Texas prosecutors on similar offenses. And that is your look at sports, reporting live from the intersection of Berwyn and Broadway on Chicago's north side. I'm Jimmy Jam Babna for the Kiss My Ash Radio Network. Thank you, Jimmy Jams. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. This morning, our very special guest calling in, Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Alan. What's up, baby? How are you? Hey, good morning. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, let me start by saying that, uh, you know, I've been listening to your show for a while now, but that who's your daddy comment right before the guy before me. Love that. <laughs> Amazing. I tell you, we found this guy. I'm telling we're going to bring him on a couple of times. It's only going to get better. Well, I have to tell you, because I like that whole entrepreneurial spirit thing. As a matter of fact, on Monday, I'm going into the office. I'm going to have everyone call me Big Papa. <laughs> well, listen, you know, I want to see his defense because, you know, I've actually listened to this man speak for a few hours and this was his first time on radio and i know a lot of people out there are kind of thinking like he's off the wall but he's very articulate and as he gets more comfortable on the radio a lot of what he says makes sense i bet you a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs and old entrepreneurs and any entrepreneurs in this country are really going to take a heart to heart what he says so 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think the one thing he just needs to be aware of is sometimes people will mistake passion for anger. And so, you know, in just conveying his message, actually just bringing it down a little bit, I think more people will hear but uh, love the message. Absolutely love the message. Either way, I'm just glad to have him on the show while we can. This guy's going to be way out there famous, terrific. I hope so. Yeah, he's, he's a ratings booster. I'm not sure if I can do the same thing. Are you kidding? Our, our spike meters are already going up. Um, That's because all my kids are calling it. There you go. <laughs> all right, well, let's get started, Alan. Um, uh, let's let, let's start after college. Now, after college, you joined up uh, in your dad's firm, the uh, All Point Screw Company, which I believe specializes in sales to cabinet manufacturers. And after joining the company after college, you helped change the company's emphasis to the sale of hurricane fasteners, which became a booming business in the aftermath of Hurricane Andrew in '92. The Prosperous Company was sold in '96. And, you know, now most of our guests in our show have fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers that either grew, rolled, or sold tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know, being the son of a screw and fastener salesman, you know, where did the vision of starting a cigar company come from in 1996? Um, it was, uh, the idea came from a guy who worked with me in my warehouse. He was, That's honest. Really? I mean, uh, wow. <laughs> I mean it's great. Yeah. I love it. He, he, was a cigar, yeah, I mean, he, he was a cigar smoker or... No, I'll tell you what it was. You know, my dad, what happened was my dad really um, grew up, my dad's from New York, um, grew up in the wholesale candy and tobacco business, came down to Florida. Uh, his brother, uh, his two brothers, got, you know, got in the cabinet-making business. He ended up in the cabinet-making business. When he sold that, he said, let me just sell some products to the cabinet makers. And then after the hurricane, I had changed the uh, the company to, as you said, go after the hurricane uh, protection industry. And um, someone came and offered to buy out the company, which they did. And I was talking to one of my guys in the warehouse and said, you know, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do next, but I want no employees. I want no inventory, maybe something on the Internet. I wrote down a whole list of what I wanted and didn't want. And he turned to me and he said, you know, you smoke a cigar at 7 o'clock every morning with a cup of coffee. Why don't you get in the cigar business? And started doing my research and realized, you know, I absolutely loved cigars, loved everything about it, loved the tradition, and said, let me let me give it a shot. Wow. You are exactly what Matthias is talking about here, taking the risk. Mm-hmm. It's true. Taking the risk. Yeah, when I started, I didn't take a salary for three years when I started the cigar business. Wow. I have been there, and I have done that, Alan. I completely right. understand. And I understand that you even had a rough start with the first factory you used, you were paying for him for the cigars and he wasn't shipping them to you? Yeah, either he was shipping them or, you know, he would say, uh, or I'd get some cigars in and, you know, they wouldn't draw, you couldn't keep them lit, and he would turn to me and say, you know, you're a gringo, you don't even have a lighter cigar. Uh, and wow. uh, that's how, you know, that's how it started. He would take my money and give me nothing or take my money and give me something that was unsmokable, unsellable, and, um, but I just, I just fought through it, just realized that was not, you know, he wasn't going to be in control of my destiny, so. You know, let me ask something. This really wasn't one of my prepared questions, but you bring up a good point, which, you know, I, I believe I've experienced sometimes in my early career in this industry. Did, did you feel a little double standard? Did you feel like, you know, you got discriminated against for, like, the guy called you the white gringo? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, there's a few things about this industry that, you know, unless you're kind of on the side that I'm on, it, it's difficult to really know much about. 
One is uh, because the, you know cigars have been around for over 500 years. There's a long tradition in history, and it's very guarded. Um, there is some level of loyalty amongst you know a certain group of people or certain groups of people, and they really don't want too many outsiders coming in. Um, you know, they they welcome you, they smile, they're nice, but that's as far as it goes until you really prove yourself. You have to prove that you want to be here for a long time and that you're not in it for the quick buck. And, and eventually, if you do that, they realize, hey, this guy's got the passion and, and, uh, and they allow you kind of into their circle. So what was a detriment from the beginning, which was being the gringo in a predominantly Latin business, at the end, it ended up working in my favor. Because as the gringo, I could ask all the stupid questions and get all the smart answers. You know what? That's true. I never thought about it like that. That's true. You get kind of the, the base education on the house, basically. Well, there you go. Um, I mean, it was a matter of just figuring out a way to let them know that I love this business, that I'm here for the long haul, that you know we can work in the fields together and, and, and build something great if they just allow me to participate. Well, I, I, so think, I, think, I think you described it perfect there. Mm-hmm. Now, although I never got to see one, you know, I just only heard about them recently. Will you tell me about bogey stogies? <laughs> I, I hope you have one lying around somewhere because I want you to send me one of those. Believe it or not, Abe, somewhere in our warehouse. I know you do. <laughs> I have somewhere between 50 and 100 cigars. It could, you know, it could take me two and a half weeks to find it. What was up with bogeys and stogies? And what did you learn from it? What I learned is is that uh, most of the country is not playing golf six months out of the year. Um, <laughs> you know, again, born and raised in Florida, um, you know, loved golf, loved, you know, was very passionate about cigars, and I thought it would make a great combination to put cigars on golf courses. Opened up an office, again, was making cigars, and, um, you know, I, I just didn't realize that, uh, you know, most of the country is not playing golf six or eight months out of the year. But Bogey Stogies was the first cigar that I brought to market, and uh, my tagline was the only bogey you'll ever enjoy on the golf course. <laughs> it, 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 it set you back pretty bad, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, I didn't start with a history or tradition in the cigar business or the tobacco business, and so everything I, everything was new to me. You know, everything I learned was for the first time, and um, some were bigger mistakes than others. But what I did learn is that there is this passion about premium cigars, this thread that runs through certain people that no matter what you do, no matter what you try and take away, legislate, tax, they're going to be cigar smokers. And that's really who I needed to start to tap into. Absolutely. Well, is, listen, oh, I, no, I have a question. Is there like a philosophy that you started your company on that like you live by that has made you as successful as you are today? Absolutely. And it's never changed. It's give them more than what they pay for. That's a great one, too. Well, listen, Alan, we have Alan Rubin from Alec Bradley Cigars. Alan, please don't go anywhere. We just got to take a little break, pay for some bills here, and we'll be back with uh, part two of Meet Your Maker with Alan Rubin. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. 
Now here's Honest Abe. Fool me once, shame on you. Abe I'm just teaching fools some basic rules. Hey, you think that's funny? Surprise me. No, Jack, it's a joke name. You're being set up. Laugh, jerk. Due to a classic Jello prank, this ride has been disabled. Lest they look like complete fools. We can't leave. It's almost halftime and we all pooped in the tuba. But there's nothing funny about that. Can't get fooled again. Welcome back, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You're listening to Hour 2 of KMA episode number 38. I'm your host, Asdabe, along with my gang. It's the return of the Mick and the lovely Lady M. And today on Meet Your Maker, we have Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Alan, once again, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. My pleasure, Ed. Um, You know, we started off, we, we talked about your career and how you got into cigars and then talked about one of your first releases the bogey stogies before the break now we enter occidental reserve which is basically when i began dealing with alec bradley your approach at this time was to deal with retailers instead of consumers and it worked out amazing amazingly successful you know what factors led to the move of uh, making the occidental reserve line and, and dealing with the retailers and getting try getting shelf space well it happens to be that you know occidental reserve and then basically everything I've launched since Occidental Reserve, which came out in 1999, all came through a kind of fateful moment um, in my career when I met Ralph Montero. Um, we happened to be crossing paths. It was about a 10-second opportunity, 15-second opportunity for actually for us to meet. We met, we exchanged phone numbers, we started talking, and um, he needed help. At that time, he had Montero Cigar Company. I had just kind of had Alec Bradley a few years. My partner had just left, uh, walked out, basically. And um, I met Ralph, and he started working with me. He said, you know, uh, Hanky Kellner uh, has some production available, and he's looking for someone who he can trust to fill it. And he said, I recommended you. And I said, look, you got to be crazy. I said, there's 300 million cigars imported last year into the United States and 200 million consumed. So there's 100 million glut of cigars that, you know, no one is smoking right now. The boom was over. But the opportunity to work with Hanky was uh, was incredible for me. I never thought I'd have that opportunity, so I decided to just jump in and try it, and that was the beginning of Oxidone Reserve. Well, I'll tell you something about that line. That line had to be one of our highest-selling brand by volume at one point where I don't think we sold any more sticks than, than Oxidone Reserve in our stores. Um, do you feel that the S-chip and price increases um, have put uh, Occidental Reserve out of the price range of the typical bundle buyer? I, I, I do, actually. You know, you take a... Uh, let me start by saying this. Occidental Reserve probably should have been in a box from day one. Agreed. But when, when you have no business and you are doing everything that you can to get into, into one of the tobacconists, to, you know, to get into stores, you cut all the costs out. You know, we had a fairly simple band. We had a bundle wrap. We didn't want anyone to have to pay for the box. And my pitch was this. I would give them the cigar, never tell them a, a price, and then say, you know, you think you could sell it? And they say, yeah. I'd say, well, what can you sell it for? And they'd say, well, we could probably sell this at the time back then. You know, we could probably sell it for uh, for 3 to $4. I said, well, if you could sell it for two twenty-five, you know, make the normal margin that you make, would you do it? And they said, yeah. And that's how I... That's how I gained my first real 300 customers was, was like that. Wow. 
So, you know, that, that product probably should have been in a box from the beginning. S-Chip definitely uh, has, you know, kept that brand from growing. It's not, it's not losing ground, but it's, it's kind of flat compared to, well, I guess in some respects it is losing ground because the way the company is growing, it's not keeping up. Right. But the cigar is still very, very good. It's a great cigar. Uh, I, yeah. I, I just I just fear that because of its price range, it's not, it is now, it's not attracting the bundle buyers and the box guys who are normally going to spend that kind of money on a box stick. Don't look at it. So I just, you know, is there any formulation to move it into a box or you well, think it's... You know, it's funny because we've always told everybody on that cigar, you know, this is not your, and I'll, I'll go for yes, Chip. You know, this is not your $20 bundle. It never was meant to be and it never will be. Uh, first of all, it's made it one of the you know, greatest cigar makers in the world uh, with Hanky Kellner. Um, we use a, you know, a premium wrapper, Connecticut wrapper on there. And it was never meant to be inexpensive, but if you look at the philosophy I mentioned earlier, it was always giving them more than what they pay for. It was always more cigar than what the cost was. Um, and it still is today, just more cost with, with the taxes and everything. No, I, I, definitely agree, I definitely agree with you. Now, you know, I don't know if anybody ever caught this, but you know, you got this fixation with triangles. Your Occidental Reserve bundles are triangles, which, you know, as a retailer, I have to tell you, drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. Because they don't stack well. <laughs> then you come out with your first box cigar, which was Trilogy, a triangle box-pressed cigar. Now, now, really, what was with the triangle shape? Was, was it a marketing tool and that consumers would say, what's with that triangle-shaped cigar and try it? Or, <laughs> But I'm seeing this whole triangle thing going on early on in your company. It's symbology. Let me ask you a question, Abe, and, and so let me turn it around. First and foremost, out of all the cigars on the market, how many are around? Percentage. Percentage. How many are around? Eighty percent, probably. How many are square? The other twenty. How many were triangle pressed? One. There you go. I agree with you. I agree with you. How did you come up with that? What made you think of that? I mean, did, was there any theme you had going on with the bundles, or is that just a coincidence? You know, what happened was we were try- actually trying to make the bundles just a little bit different, and there were, you know, in 25, you could stack them one less and make, you know, five rows um, and and make a perfect kind of triangle but with, with flat corners without, and that's, that was something that was worked on actually with Hanky just at the factory. It was his idea to do the triangle bundle. Um, on Trilogy, the triangle press was at that time is I, I thought about making bigger ring gauge cigars, but I didn't necessarily like smoking bigger ring gauge cigars. And um, so I said, well, what can I do to be different and not to make it smoke like it's a little bit smaller? Uh, I just went on a trip, and Tim Osgino from CAO was there, and uh, Michael Argeni, who was with Perdomo at the time, was there. And they were they were talking, and I just did a lot of listening, and they said, hey, you know, you can't come out with just another cigar. There's tons of cigars on the market. And so it made me really start thinking, what can I do that was different? What did I like? Um, went to Home Depot, um, saw some guy demoing into Walt Table Saw, <laughs> and I, I said to him, does this thing cut angles? And he said, yes, it does. Ran to the wood department, got some wood, said, hey, cut this on this angle, cut this on this angle. I took all the pieces, took them back, bought some wood glue, and made my first triangle, you know, triangular press mold, which I still have in my office, by the way. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is my son, Alec, asked me about those molds recently, so I showed him where they were. And we have, a, you know, like a, a press on one of our work tables in the back. 
and uh, and he took a uh, a tempest and pressed it kind of without me knowing. Showed it to our social media guy who posted it on Facebook, and we got hit up about when the new trilogy tempest combination was coming out. <laughs> really. Yeah, of which he, my son is now banned from that part of the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, listen, you, you mentioned your son, and most people, I, I'm sure you probably still get called Alec Bradley in some places, but most people don't know, or who don't know, uh, Alec Bradley is the names of your two boys, and that's who you named your company right. after. Right. Great. And they, uh, it's interesting because they both uh, like the cigar business. I think they like uh, the camaraderie that surrounds it. They like the you know tradition around it. Um a lot of times we'll sit in the backyard at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, and we'll all sit down and and uh, I'll smoke a cigar. Alec is old enough to smoke a cigar, and uh, Bradley is not. But we'll all sit out together and just talk about the day, talk about what's going on. It's really nice bonding experience. That's gonna be great. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Alan, we have a question here from the shout box. Uh, Mickey is asking about the SCRs. He's recently seen them on a couple of retailers' closeouts. Is this brand or line going to be going away or changing at all? Yeah, the line is actually going to be going away. Um, you know, SCR was launched at the same time that Family Blend was launched oh, and uh, Pensado. And uh, Pensado at that time, the first rating out, had scored a 93. Uh, Family Blend had scored a 94, and SCR scored a 90. All respectable scores, but all coming out at the same time, you know, something was kind of bound to fall, if that makes any sense. No, so, absolutely. It's very hard to four yeah. grand slams. Yeah. So, you know, to, like, to have those kind of scores all in one year of the things we were producing, I mean, we knew we were onto something, but truth be told, we had new things that were coming out with, you know, with and, uh, some new projects that we're working on. So it was either, you know, get rid of what wasn't working as well as we wanted or just keep flooding the shelves, and that's not really our style. Oh, definitely. So well, that's it. a good problem to have. That's that's a first-world problem if I've ever heard one. Everything's working too well. We have to <laughs> focus on, on something more. That's fine. Well, it, what happens is you decide, I think, as a company owner, and you do this, I'm sure, every day. You, you look and say, well, where can I be, you know, where can I do good things, and where is it just too much struggle? Right. To you know, to to support, and so instead of supporting the SCR line, by um, trying to do more and bring it back to where we thought it would be, we said, "Hey, we have we have new things coming out. Let's just it's a it's a great cigar. Honestly, I have to tell you, the cigar is smoking better today than it ever has. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't just doesn't fit into what we're doing. At, you know, coming into the future, it's a shame because that happens to a lot of good cigar brands. Um, <laughs> your first attempt, Alan, at a premium cigar was Prime. And <laughs> Prime was a you know very high-end price cigar. It didn't do too well. And, and where do you feel the mistakes were made on that project? And what did you learn from that experience with Prime? Because that was like your first big, you know, uh, production, say, uh, cigar brand. Well, that was my first attempt at an expensive cigar. Okay, because, we you know, we had other cigars that we still felt were in the premium category on how they performed. But... We're, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly. All the mistakes that were made on that line were mine. Um, wow, very yeah. up, very I upfront. Mean, yeah, very upfront. Well, let me say this: the cigar I thought was very good. the The packaging I thought was okay. The pricing, you know, I went away from give them more than what they pay for. 
That's right. The cigar, the cigar was good. The cigar just wasn't a ten dollars cigar. The packaging was nice, but it didn't convey what we wanted to. It was a great learning experience. Truth be told, people today are still calling me, telling me, "You're not going to believe I found five primes. They are the prize <laughs> of my humidor." Oh wow. Well, listen, I you know, it's funny because it's good you learned from those mistakes because on the ashes of Prime, you found a lot of great success. I, I remember going to your release party for Tempest at the Hollywood Hard Rock Casino. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it wasn't long after that that the Centurion received one of the highest ratings cigar aficionado had ever given. At that point, did, did you finally feel that you had arrived, that the gringo days were over? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think we turned the corner, and that was we found ourselves a little bit more. You know, there's been so many great models out there in our industry. You know, there's so many years of experience and generations of, of tobacco people, you know, the Fuentes and the Padrones and the Taranos and just the, the phenomenal people. But the truth is, is over those generations, they've had the opportunity to find who they are and, and, and be there. As this kind of gringo coming in, not having a history, we still needed to find ourselves. Um, and it wasn't necessarily about recreating anything more than it was just about creating something. And so, you know, look at some of the things that we've done. I mean, we've done some cool things, and this is the cool part about being the gringo that knows, that knows nothing. I did a triangle cigar. I did Max, which were all big ring gauges at one price. So if you wanted a 60 by 6 and 3 eighths, that was the same price as a 50 by 9 and a quarter. Yeah, I remember that. You know, we try to do things that will make us stand out, but stuff we can do. But with Tempest, that was a style change for our company. That was saying, we are now entering, you know, big boy territory. And um, it's been a, a game changer for us. It's been a game changer, and you recently had another game changer. You know, obviously, uh, you know, your uh, Churchill Pensado was rated the best cigar of 2011 by Cigar Fishing House Top 25. Yeah, congratulations. Of the year. Congratulations. That's, that's big, big kudos. It has to be a milestone for you. And, um, you know, has Alec Bradley, as a company, felt the overall surge from that rating? <laughs> uh, you know, it was pretty incredible. Um, I can tell you the, the rating came out January 6th at 10 a.m. Did you know before everybody? I did not. No. Really? No, not. I, let me, let me, I'll tell you the story. It was, uh, I, I think about it now from the manufacturer, just in terms of marketing for a second. Um, Tuesday of that week, they announced 10, 9, and 8. And then Wednesday is 7, 6, 5. Thursday is 4, 3, 2. Right. And then number one is on that Friday. And then the following Monday, they announced 11 through 25. So when 1098 came out, we weren't there. I was like, well, maybe we'll get lucky. We'll be in, you know, uh, in the next group. Um, and then 765 came out. We weren't there. 432 came out. When we weren't there, my, I actually walked in and said, man, I hope we're in Monday's group, just so we can continue to market that we are top 25. Um, it was 930. I was jumping in my car to go to work. My wife said to me, you know, the rating comes out tomorrow at 10. Why don't you, I'm sorry, it comes out at 10. Why don't you just stay? It's in a half hour. I said, for what? I'm just going to make me late for work. And you know what? I don't want to have a bad day. I just, I'll wait for Monday. So my son brought his computer into the room and we sat down and he refreshed the screen at 10 o'clock and uh, we saw Pensada was there. It was quite a surreal moment. So I found out whenever everyone else found out. 
Wow. I tell you, it's amazing. Uh, it's great. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. It's, uh, by, uh, I'll tell you the, the good and the bad that, that comes with it. The good is, is that we sold out our inventory by <laughs> 11 o'clock that day. And the bad is that we sold out our inventory by 11 o'clock. Oh, right. I, I know. I mean, immediately as soon as we saw the rating, I, I didn't even waste time placing an order. I threw one of my employees in a car and sent him down to your warehouse. Yep. I was too afraid. Well, I did. We sent Ben down in yep. a truck because we were too afraid by the time we placed the order and actually you guys got around to shipping it that it would deplete. So we said, you know what? Get him in a truck. Get him down there and grab as many boxes as you can. I love uh, the video, too. Remember the video they posted? Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the warehouse, yeah. Alan's coming in with his hands raised. Everybody's on the phone running around. It's like no, Defcon 2. That's a great That's a great memory, though. That's a great memory. Um, uh, and, and it was amazing. Additionally, it's had really worldwide impact for us because, you know, we were in uh, four countries internationally, um, and now we're in 14 additional countries. So there's been mm-hmm. a lot of... Of play around that uh, around that rating. Well, you deserve it, buddy. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Last year, we saw fine and rare come and go in the blink of an eye. Oh yeah, literally, fine and rare came and went as soon as it happened. Is there anything special on the horizon you could tell our listeners to look forward to? Uh, there's a couple of things. One is, um, you know, we're work- right now. We're working on on three new concepts. Uh, one is going to be something of smaller ring gauges because that's what I've been smoking a lot of and we found something we really love and uh, we're working on two other blends right now that I'm in the middle of smoking. Pretty much I smoke both those blends every day to see, you know, what we're going to do with those. So we do have concepts that are, that we're working on. Um, Finer Rare will come out with another release. We're going to come out with another blend in a torpedo. Uh, we're going to do a few more boxes. Last year we did a thousand boxes with ten cigars in it. They sold out in about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, so this year, actually, we started working on it last year. This stuff has been aging for quite some time now, and we're doing two thousand boxes of a torpedo in fine and rare. And uh, then there's a good chance at the end of the year we will have we'll re-release uh, the two thousand and eleven one. That we did. Oh wow! And we sold that. that we'll, we'll re-release that probably again in November uh, for the 2012 edition. All right, good. That's good stuff to look forward to. Well, listen, Alan. Now towards the uh, end of our interview, I always like to ask a few questions that let our listeners actually get to know the man, Alan Rubin. So, uh, okay. wa- winding up here, uh, your status is married. You have two boys. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Your favorite spot. <laughs> I'm sorry. And actually, my wife is looking at me now, and she's. Looking absolutely stunning because we're about to go to an event and I'm a little late. So oh, so I need to wind. Uh, we're going to wind this up really quick. Okay. Um, your favorite hangout or place to relax? Home. Home. <laughs> Good answer. Your favorite vacation spot? Uh, Vail, Colorado. Good. Yeah. Oh, uh, and let me ask you: If Alan Rubin could do anything he wanted for a career other than being in the cigar industry, Alan, what would it be? I'd be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alan, listen, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. I know you asked me to press you and not make it a fluffy, uh, fluffy uh, interview, and I hope I did you worthy, my friend. Absolutely. Abe, two, two quick things. One is the rapper makes sense since I want people to call me Big Papa when I get back to <laughs> One. <laughs> and two, Abe, I have a question for you, and then I'll go. Yes, sir. I understand from all the people that have been on the show prior to me that you pay appearance fees. How come you didn't offer me anything? <laughs> 
I'll play any of you. I love you, brother. Guys, thank you very hey, much for having me on the show. Thank you for coming. Be be good, my friend. Thanks. Be well. Take Bye-bye. care. Oh, hey, congratulations, by the way. I know that. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Take See care. You. Take yeah. care. Thank you. Uh, Bye-bye. What a great guy, down to earth. Wish him all the best of success. Well, listen, folks, don't go anywhere. we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Before the break, a place where no man ever wants to go. One minute inside a woman's head. I can't stand seeing Tim Tebow giving a press conference in that green suit. I know he's a jet and everything, but that suit makes him look like we should all be chasing him down, hoping to get our hands on his lucky charms. I wonder if that outfit came with a little pipe and a top hat. Yes, Tim, we all know you're excited to be a jet. And we all know God wants you to stand on the sidelines wearing a headset next season. I'm just not sure God picked out that tie. In fact, I'd like Tim the Leprechaun to point to his rainbow and show us exactly where that shade of green exists in nature. I swear, as soon as I find his hidden pot of gold, I'm sending him money to buy a new suit. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Honest Dave here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word satisfying enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion either for oneself or together with friends this is a genuine lifestyle it is davidoff's the good life uniting craftsmanship dedication and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the davidoff brand davidoff when only the best will do smoke in is a proud davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed davidoff white label cigars for your nearest smoke in location Visit www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations. The legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez. Available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut. A hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro. And a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Back <laughs> Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio, folks. Honest Abe here. Um, don't forget, we got coming up your chance to win fifty dollars in the Monte Cristo trivia and the Bloggers Corner. And I, I'm really surprised. This is the first time this happened, and I don't know what we should do about it. Mm. The Zykar clicks made a clear and distinct click Very during the clear. Alan Rubin interview. And no one called in. Well, do you think maybe, it's... Maybe no one wants the humidifying packs. What about the number? We didn't give the number. Is that what eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero? 960 9960 Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that was it. Oh, yeah, look. They're lighting up. There <laughs> it is. Oh, hey. No, I don't know. So do we do we just say, hey, just, just combine it with next week's Or prize? someone could call 877... Or do we click again randomly through the show? What do you, what I do say you we do? do another click. I say we give the number one eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty and do another click... And somebody's got to get it. All right. So uh, at your at your will and discretion, uh, Mr. Collin, uh, click away when you feel it is ready. Hi-oh! Oh, all right. Now it's time. <laughs> what if that's what you really sounded like? <laughs> it looks like he's eating a papaya in there. What is that? There he goes. Anyways, listen. 
Um, <laughs> it's time for the Bloggers Corner. We got Mike Hoffman from the CigarThinkTank.com. Mikey there. Hey, yeah, what's going on, Abe? How you doing? How's it going, Mike? How's everything? Excellent, excellent. I'm having a great day. How about you guys? Uh, we can't complain, my brother. It's all I, right. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little damaged today. Yoga. <laughs> Come on, tell everybody. You know, I, Abe did I, yoga. I, I'm, I'm really here, like, grimacing all morning. My, my, you know, I used to make fun of my wife for doing yoga. I, yeah. did, I did one class two days ago. I haven't been able to walk straight since. Uh, I, I hear you. And the VA is trying to get me to do yoga. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, and just imagine uh, yoga as it is, and then imagine it with run by the government. Imagine how things are. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really relaxing. <laughs> Wait on this line. Oh. Now do yoga. Yoga, exactly. big dudes, don't mix. It's just wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. So. That being said, uh, bro, that being said, what's going on in the cigar think tank world? Well, right now we're in the in the middle, right in the heat of the cigar madness tournament, our second annual cigar madness tournament, which uh, is a play, obviously, off of March Madness. Now this is uh, great. This is really yeah. great. You got to explain this to our listeners. You what do a this? bracket system, like yeah. a March Madness NCAA tournament bracket, but with cigars. Exactly. Exactly. And were, were you guys doing this in Smokin' in West Palm Beach? We were, yeah. We 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 met at the smoking in West Palm to uh to finalize the sixty four. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I saw you guys doing that. Oh, okay, rock and roll. Yeah, we, yeah, we were there. We were you know, right before, and then um we figured that would be a good place to do it. It's in between the where both of us live, and uh, you guys have such a good selection that we're, we're at a loss to go in and check it out. You know, perfect. But um, but yeah, right now we're in the we're in the uh, in the midst of it. We're in the sweet sixteen right now. Which uh, just got uh, just kicked off this morning. You're running a little and behind then from the real tournament. We are, but we're running on a shorter uh, <laughs> running on a shorter thing. So last year we did it longer. Last year we did it for a week at a time, uh, and it ran the regular time. But it, it was just too much time in between. Got so uh, this year we, we we tightened it up. Um, but it's been uh, it's been great. There's been some some upsets and some uh, ones you'd expect. Um, a, little, a little over a thousand people voted wow. in the last in, in the last round. And, um, you know, we had some that literally were 50-50 percentage-wise, and uh, really? you know, they, they went to whoever had the, the single more vote. Like, in one of the rounds, we had the Drew Estate C-52 was up against Vito Gomez, small batch number four. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, it's a tough who, who do you vote for? And that, and that was a tough one, huh. that one 50-50. And then we had some, uh, really? you know, some shellackings as well. So what happens when That's, it goes 50-50? How do you decide who wins? Well, the 50-50 is a percentage. The, the, there's, it's usually off by one or two. So, I'm curious who won that bracket. Who won that bracket? Went to T52. Wow! So tell me, what's some of the biggest upsets you've had? Well, the um, you know, honestly, it was uh, the um, Alec Bradley didn't get past the uh, round of 32, wow. which we were which we were surprised about and a little disappointed with uh, with <laughs> seeing that he was uh, that Alan was your guest yesterday. But I, I think I think he's safely on his way to an event right now. Yeah, so that was yeah, he doesn't you know. Hopefully he hasn't hooked yeah. the radio on, but that was a tough one. And then um, the uh, it wasn't an upset. We expected the Jaime Garcia Limited to uh, to beat out the the Gurkha Royal Challenge, but I mean it beat it by so much. It beat it by almost almost one hundred percent. It was it was bad. It beat it really really. The Jaime Garcia one. The Jaime Garcia uh, one. Yeah, and then, I mean we expected it to win. That was the higher seed. I don't think we expected it to win by uh, that. You know, much of an overwhelming margin. Um, it sounds like so much fun. What 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 were some of the sleepers that you did, that uh, you know that, that that just performed way better than you expected? Well, 
in the Sweet 16, um, you know, the Kane F has made it pretty far, which we weren't surprised totally about. But, um, you know, it was a little bit surprising just because there hasn't been as much about it this year as there has been back. And uh, Room 101 is great, and I love Room 101, but it's not as widely known, maybe. And uh, it's made it all the way through. Got a cigar um, in, the, uh, in the Sweet 16 and there hasn't been as many upsets as there were last year, I think, because there's just more voting. So it's, it's evening out more where, you know, it's less likely that one group of people that really like a cigar are going to are gonna overdone it. And then the other one that I'm glad has made it, and it's not an upset to me, but still maybe not everybody knows about it, is the, the San Latano, which oh, yeah. I just think is fantastic. And that one is, uh, is done real, real well. Yeah, that's uh, so not we, that's not surprising. How do people vote on this? Where, where, you know, walk us through, walk the listeners through where they can go to vote. Well, what you do is you can either go to CigarThinkTank.com and click on Cigar Madness, and uh, it'll pull up a, a little bracket and vote here. Uh, or if you want to just be easier, you can Google Cigar Madness, and it'll pop up. Uh, and it, it just takes you through the bracket. It'll show you each individual ra- each individual pairing. You'll vote on that, and then when you get to the end, it'll you know it'll show you what you voted for and who's winning at that point. Um, at the end of the round, which ends tomorrow, it'll um, it'll say the, it'll actually give you the percentages. You can see, and you can go back through uh, and look at the last two rounds and see who who was, you know, ended up where and what the what the percentage point was. That's interesting. And, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty good. With this year, last year we made it real hard on ourselves and we did it region wise, like the NCA tournament is. Yeah. We did Nicaragua, Cuba, Dominican Republic, and Honduras. Holy hell! And in this day and age, with so many cigars being blended in so many places, it made it um it made it kind of tough to do it that way. We found that you know Nicaragua was overwhelmingly stacked. A lot of people didn't know the Cuban stuff. Honduras was a little weaker because it didn't have a whole lot of cigars that were completely, totally made in, in Honduras. Right. So this year we just made it, we broke it up, and uh, we actually did it each round by famous cigar smokers. We have uh, yeah, I saw you know, that. like yeah, Stallone and Kennedy and Churchill and stuff like that, which has been, right. uh, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger also, which has been kind of cool, I think. Kind of fun, so. Very cool, very cool. I like the famous smokers, you know. Yeah, neat stuff. Very cool. Listen, uh, what what cigar are you going to be reviewing for us today? Well, I figured in uh you know in honor of uh, it doing so well, the uh, the San Latino. I mean, I, I think that one is going to be what I would recommend or what I'd say is the best. I've been smoking it a lot lately. I probably had last few months. I probably had it fifteen or twenty times. Mike, you seem to be fading in and out there. You, I was just saying the, the oh, much San better, Latano, much better. I was saying the San Latano was the one that I would uh, I'd probably recommend or review or say that I would support. That's what I've been smoking a lot of lately, and uh, I know that a lot of people are knowing about it, but we got to get everybody else. Which of their blend? Which of their blends do you recommend? What 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 do you like by them? I like the uh, the San Latano Oval is my favorite. All right. mm-hmm. The Maduro's all right, um, but I haven't had as much luck with the consistency of it. Oh, the um, Oval's a beautiful cigar. I've the seen. Oval is just. It reminds me a lot of um, the, the Anniversario Padrones from three or four years ago when they were a little tighter packed. Yeah. And uh, I'm really, I've really, it's been, it's been my go-to. I find myself in the humidor just automatically ascending to it, you know, <laughs> real, real easy. Like a, like a radar GPS bullpen or something. So you're um, real happy with the San Antonio Oval? I have been. I've been really, really. That's been my, probably my favorite so far. Um, are, you looking forward to the, are you looking forward to the release of the Maduro in a couple weeks? I am. I'm excited. I think that it'll be uh, interesting. I'm, I'm a Maduro guy in general. I think a lot of cigar smokers are. So it'll be good to uh, check that out right when it, right when it pops. When is it? I don't even know the exact launch date. It's, it's about that. two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. About two weeks. Yeah. About two weeks. I bet uh, everybody's been talking about it, and uh, Matt has been talking about it a lot. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that come out. Hey, Mike, what can our listeners look forward to you reviewing in the upcoming uh, weeks or days? Well, we're going to do a um, we're going to do the, the closeout bracket. So when we get into the final four, we're going to do a, a podcast where we review the final the final four selections each tournament, each bracket, talk over the different ones, and um, depending on who's in which bracket, we should have at least one or two interviews from the cigar manufacturer who came out with that cigar, you know, the cigar that is to talk about why, you know, for their final push, why they should get voted on for when the, uh, the overall tournament, you know, in my opinion, it's a, uh, it's more fun than the aficionado list, which obviously is, I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm not comparing it, but just saying it's fun that the fan interaction, people get to vote and get passionate about it. And there's been you know a lot of Twitter blowing up or different companies have been talking about it. So okay. we wanted to, very cool. We're, we're excited to look at it too, Mike. Mike, uh, Mike and Matt from the Cigar Think Tank dot com. Visit them there thanks. and uh, uh, check out their bracket. Thanks for coming on the show, Mike. Really appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, Dave, and congratulations. Thank you very much, my friend. All appreciate right. it. Uh, Mike Kaufman. It's a pretty neat idea. Never heard that before. That is pretty cool. Guard yeah. bracket. It's pretty cool. Well, listen, listeners. Before we go to break, it's your time and it's your chance to win fifty dollars. Courtesy of Monte Cristo with the Monte Cristo Show Tune Trivia Game. Ooh, I finally Yay. get to play. Actually, you know what, listeners out there, uh, Brandon's actually pretty good at this game. Because <laughs> I, I, I you know, he's there when I'm usually looking for him, and he, he shouts him out, so he's pretty good. So we're going to see if he knows him, but don't say. I'm not going to give it away. Also, congratulations to the social media winner, Jason from Lake Worth. Jason, you will get an Alec Bradley Bunsen burner, cigar burner, tabletop burner shipped your way. Thank you for listening. Jason. So here we go. These are we got three show tunes, famous shows. We're gonna play a little bit of the audio, and the first person can call in at eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero will win fifty dollar gift card courtesy of Monte Cristo. Audio number one. Audio number two. And audio number Three. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Back Nailed to the it, winner. Got it, done. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if the mix got right. Back, we got some cigar news, and uh, stick around. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The new Twitter Fact Factory from Tabloid Tech is a revolution that brings the ability to create sensationalized tweets to the masses. Feed any piece of information or misinformation into Twitter Fact Factory, and it instantly picks out the most provocative parts, fills in the rest using If You Saw It Online, It Must Be True technology, and tweets it. You get a 140-character, completely truish tweet every time, guaranteed to create controversy. Twitter Fact Factory. The facts have never been so creative. Oh my goodness. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Want to add some big time pleasure to your life? The guilt free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild to medium bodied, top quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua, Antonio, 1970 is just such a cigar. 
is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-balls smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning cigars, not a safe alternative cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuentes Fuente. Yeah. You know what? You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracted honey's like it's amazing. Nobody's calling in. We can't give Did we anything. change the phone number here? You've been calling 877 This is the first time no one's ever called into the trivia. Have I, have I really stumped people with these three easy ones? Yeah, they're easy. I got two of them. No, you got one. No, I got two. But you didn't listen. I guessed it after the fact. Get out of here. You got one. Make up your own rules. <laughs> guessed one after. Yeah, I got it after Brady told me what it was. No. You guessed one after. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> I guessed one. All right, Kyle, we got we got to play we got to play a little more of these uh, clips. So let's let's give them, let's give them the full version of number one there. Right. Oh, we got a caller. I, I, I'm afraid to answer this line here. Do it. <laughs> Brandy, uh, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello. Hi. It's Hi. my wife. How is my wife doing? Hey, baby. Now, now. I constantly rip on you. I mean, when I say rip, I rip repeatedly. Is that my baby crying? What? You're freaking me out, Colin. That was good. But I'm constantly ripping on you that you never know any show or any actor or anything that we could reference together. And are you telling me, are you calling in with, with the show tunes? I'm calling in. I, you know what? You guys are going easy. So, I'm shocked you know. no one has called in. You go, girl. <laughs> no one's called in? No, you're the this first person. Like the go ahead. What was audio number one? Audio number one uh, was X-Files. Right, well, she's got them out of order. Why don't you play the first clip a little bit? This was audio one. Okay, that's Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, oh, Brandy. Almost done. 
Wait, what, 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 X Files was one of them. What was number two? Let's see if we do number two. Oh, can you replay it for me? Okay, now that's CSI. Come on. Oh, Randy, Randy I thought you were going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is unbelievable. Oh, wow. All right, okay, well, I gave it a go. Here, here's what we're going to do. Stay on the line. Hey, honey, you should know because you watch all the shows I do. We're batting a okay? thousand. But, but play, play, play the first clip in full. This show was inspired by the teenage experiences of comedian Chris Rock. It only lasted four seasons. Oh, I know this show. I know it. Later, Chris Rock announced at the end of the fourth season, matched up with his own past, dropping out of high school to become a comedian. It was time to end the show. Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Number two, number two, which people should know. Hit number two. Debuting in 2004 on the Fox Network, House MD, the most in 2008. House MD was the most watched television program mm-hmm. in the world. Shut up. In the I world. That's right. It is House. Yeah, honey. <laughs> and the last but not least, house. The X-Files, which was a hot show that aired on Fox from 93 to 2002. By the time the series ended, The X-Files was the longest-running science fiction series ever in U.S. broadcast television history. But it was eventually surpassed by Stargate SG-1 and then by Smallville in 2011. Well, honey, I'm impressed. Thanks for listening. I didn't actually even think you listened to my show. What? <laughs> Every week. <laughs> give my love to the, give my love to the girls. We'll, we'll see you guys later. I will. I'm, bye, guys. Bye, bye, bye Randy. Randy. I'm very impressed with that effort. <laughs> Me I'm too. Very, I'm very impressed because I, I really rag on her lots for... Uh, we got to toss her a big fat softball one yeah. of these days. All right, so nobody gets nothing today. Yeah. Done. Colin, nobody gets nothing. Nobody's yes. calling in. Nobody's interested. Nobody gets nothing. It's all over. All right. Let's go, let's go to Instagram News this week. I'll make this quick and fast. Tatuaje Cojonu 2012 hits shelves this week in a limited edition book format of 12 cigars in a Sumatra wrapper and 12 cigars in a broadleaf wrapper. These cigars will be released later on this year in a regular 24-count box version. San Latano Oval made its waves in the industry, and now we are anticipating the upcoming release of the Oval Maduro. These cigars are slated to ship in two weeks, although some rumors have it that some retailers smoke it <coughs> uh, will receive a small shipment of boxes early next week. Partigas 1845, a new four-cigar collection that embodies 167 years of heritage and expert cigar making, will debut on April 9th. Taking a departure from the traditional Cameroon wrappers, the 1845 will boast an Ecuadorian Habano Viso wrapper, making for a full-flavored medium-bodied taste profile. Tatuaje TAA 2012. Pete Johnson will be making another limited TAA for 2012. These cigars are made exclusively for members of the Tobacco Association of America. Last year's release was gone in a matter of weeks. Yeah, they flew. The final details have yet to be worked out. And on a sad note, Emmanuel Ferrero, Senior Vice President of Ashton Distributors, Inc., died suddenly and unexpectedly this week at the Tobacconist Association of America convention in Los Cabos, Mexico. He was 63 and would have turned 64 this May. Ferrero is survived by his wife, Rosemary, his children, Anthony, Jennifer, Gina, and two grandchildren. That being said, I'm going to jump right into my Ash of the Week. Long Ash of the Week. We have time? Oh, we have plenty of time. We might actually get some Lady M questions mm. in today. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. hi. <laughs> All right. 
Write down that. Goodness. Ash Show of the Week. <laughs> wow, what a surprise. None other than film director Spike Lee. Oh, man. Who has apologized to a Florida couple who our mighty Matthias had talked about earlier. Oh, the Zimmerman thing. Yes, and agreed to pay for their expenses for fleeing their home after they were harassed when he retweeted an address that was described as the home of George Zimmerman, the neighborhood watch captain who had shot Tavon Martin. All right. The address had belonged to David and Elaine McLean. That's a tongue twister. David and Elaine McLean. Okay. <laughs> a couple in their 70s whose home is about four miles from where Martin was killed. Elaine McLean has a son named William George Zimmerman who had previously lived in the address. The mistake by Lee that was tweeted to his 250,000 Twitter followers forced the McLeans to flee to a hotel when reporters and hate mail began showing up at their home. Lee made an apology via Twitter saying he deeply apologized and urged people to leave the McLeans in peace and concluded with a statement, justice in court. Really, Spike? Justice in court? If justice in court was anywhere in your belief system, why would you text the address to begin with? I suggest you put your space jamming Air Jordans, get past your jungle fever, and crawl back in the pizza hole you came from because you obviously don't do the right thing. And you are KMA's Ashole of the Week. Justice in court? That's what he said? Yep. Does he understand that that's... All right. Don't get wound up, Brandon. Just relax. It's the weekend. Breathe. We're breathing and we're good. Sit down, big bird. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Back on a note that we talked earlier, my longest flu of the week. Um, Some odd 15 years ago, Sal Fontana, one of my mentors, had introduced me to this man as the animal. This is what he used to call Emmanuel Ferraro, the senior vice president of Ashton Distributors, the animal, mostly because of his A-type personality and his inability to ever slow down. Manny would make his points with passion and vigor and formerly, uh, um, with passion and vigor, excuse me. Formerly a full-time police officer in Philadelphia, Manny began working around cigars in 1978 after taking a part-time job for Holtz a local retail cigar shop owned by the Levine family. After suffering an accident that ended his 17-year-plus years on the force, Ferrero was then hired full-time by Holtz in 1986, and three years later, Ferrero was named brand manager for the Ashton cigar brand that was made that year. Manny was a good friend and was never bashful about expressing or professing his love or admiration anytime I saw him. Manny was dancing with his wife during an evening party Tuesday night surrounded by members of the cigar industry, when he dropped to the ground. He could not be revived, but fitting that he would go out dancing around all his friends and loved ones while doing what he loved the most. The industry law has lost another great man. And Manny, I hope you find our old friend Sal up there and may the both of you rest in peace and smoke only the best cigars until we can see you again. Because this cigar is for you, pal. Good call. That being said. It's heavy. Yeah, it's a little bit heavy. Yeah. You know, I think it's time to ask Lady M a couple questions. Okay, let's go. I'm so glad we get to do this. Mm. Okay, my boyfriend. This is coming from Cassie, 28. My boyfriend wants me to dress up as a character from Game of Thrones. What? Yes, the second season of Game of Thrones starts Sunday, and my boyfriend is a huge fan of the books in the show. He doesn't like Star Wars or Star Trek or anything like that. It's the only nerdy thing he's into, probably because of all the nudity. He told me that for the premiere, he wants me to dress up like a silver, the silver-haired girl from the show, 
like some kind of Dungeons and Dragons girl, and he's going to dress up as Sean Bean's character so he can do it after the show in character. Is it nerdy, I guess, to dress up as fanny characters and get it on? Should I do this for my boyfriend, even though I think it's weird? I mean, I think it's awesome. You yeah. love them. I mean, it's fun. Yeah, Go have a good time deal. with it. Come on now. That's it? We're going to end would, there, really? I would, do, I would dress up. Oh, yeah? I mean, Of yeah. course. You want to play? Let's play. Why not? That's a great idea. I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> Swords. And He's got a bigger problem. <laughs> Why would you even think about that? Of course. Bro, uh, count your blessings, woman. Are you kidding me? That's the only weird thing you have to do? Well, Listen, you know. buckle up. Oh it could God. get way worse. <laughs> All right. We got Becca 43. My husband and I have been married for 10 years, and we've never kept any secrets from each other. But this past week, he's answered a couple phone calls in the other room, and he's even shut the door. He almost always answers the phone in front of me, so I don't know why he would answer these calls in the other room. Is he cheating on me? Is it suspicious for other people to go to another room when answering a phone call? No. I mean, I don't think... I mean, personally, if your husband's cheating on you and you're in the same... You're there together, and he's going into the other room and trying to hide... I mean, come on. I agree. I don't think he's doing a very good job. I don't think that move is hiding anything. I think he might have some kind of surprise for her or be doing something special for her. Eh, It can be more simple than that. What you might have to ask yourself there, Becca, is when the phone call comes and your husband answers the phone, do you actually stop talking to him? Because a lot of wives don't do that. So to try to answer the phone call, he's probably walking away from you because you're just ignoring the fact that he's trying to answer the call and still trying to continually deal with him. Colin's dying. It's so true. I am not speaking from experience. Believe me when I tell you. I'm just hypothetically. No, no. Hypothizing. Yes, thank you. I got a little nervous, so I couldn't say the word right. Because you know Brandy's listening. By the way, are women aware of this? (laughs) No, they have no idea. No, we don't do this. Oh, my God. I'm saying I personally don't do that. Are you kidding me? It's in your genes. Just keep talking and talking. Anyways, listen. Uh, Or, or Becca, if you have children, maybe the kids are making noise in the background that you've become immune to by being around them all day, but your husband can't concentrate while he's on the phone. Yeah, she's just paranoid. And I swear to everybody out there, this is not a propped question. It's right there. So I wouldn't <laughs> worry about him. If he was really cheating on you, he'd come up with better things, better ways to hide it. <laughs> All right. Wow, another question is going to touch home with somebody here. Here we go. This is from Frank31. I'm a 31-year-old guy, and I'm single. I don't have any plans to get married or settle down anytime soon. I live with three of my friends in a house. It's great. Our huh. rent payments are super low. My girlfriend think I'm too old. My girlfriend thinks I'm too old to have roommates, though. She said, "Once you hit thirty, you need to start acting like an adult, and that means living alone." Is my girlfriend right? Are people in thirties too old to have roommates? Should I move out of the house and get my own place, bro? Haven't you seen Friends? I well, I mean, it was Brandon, cool for Brand- them. yeah, no, but I'm saying, Brandon, come here. You live with your three roommates. You're almost thirty. What do you think? No, let's clear it up. He doesn't. He, he lives with the hooch. I'm with calling, the hooch. I'm calling BS. I'm calling BS. No, this is a setup question. Right here. Look at it. Frank thirty-one. How, how long you been hanging on to that I, question? I, listen, <laughs> randomly came up. I swear. Seriously, what do you think, Grant? Would you, would you like to give him some advice? How old are you now, Brandon? Well, I, I'm not the one to ask. I'm well, almost. I'm well, almost thirty. I'm on the tip. Personally, of 30. if you're, if I'm dating you, I, I would expect some kind of movements within the year or something. You know what? I don't know. Okay. I, I it, mean, depends, it depends on what a couple factors. One is how big the house is. Right. 
how cool the house is. Yeah. You got a nice you know, Maui on the beach. I mean, I'm yeah. all right with it. And how you know how, how how cool the roommates are? Yeah, because you could you know get your, you have your stuff together. You might have roommates. I mean, I don't look at your friends. They made it look cool. It depends. Yeah. So I need to move, is what you're saying? You are so uncool. So don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't worry about it at all. Man. Uh, that being said, folks, uh, we thank you for listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio ninety five point nine FM. We hope you enjoyed the show. Listen in next week as we have Eddie Ortega from Ortega Cigars. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. This is Honest Abe signing out and telling you to be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to KissMyAssRadio.com. <laughs>